Oh boy. Um, which one are we using today? All right, we'll go with this one. This is the former and five-time world Madden champ, Jordan 13-8, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Saturday, December 17th, 2022, 8 a.m. sharp as we almost always... Oh my... Josh, are you okay? What the fuck was that? Football, baby. Oh my fuck, guys. I want to know. I don't know what you think he did, but hardly... um, uh, hardly much of it came through the mic because it was just so it was just so powerful and masculine in the testosterone. Like, yeah, I think you overloaded your mic. You're lucky you didn't short out all the speakers and like my headphones and stuff, dude. That was wild. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> we're already off the rails. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of the hosts. Is the Garlic Johnson. We are joined as almost always by your our 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 other lovely hostess is the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Yeah, folks. Oh my God, he is. Um, we love people who chat with us in the Discord, like Walters is doing this morning, um, and he he's on one. He's already been canceled a couple times, as Walters is, as Walters does. And uh, we also have the segment start times on the description below. Thank you at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram for the beautiful art you can see. Uh, yeah, that that's what we got. Josh, how we during this morning? Durin, how are you, guy? You know, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Uh, did you? Were the, were the cities getting absolutely piss pounded with snow like we were uh, pretty much this whole week, or at least since Wednesday, or no? No. I mean, we got a couple inches, but no. Oh, bro, we were getting fisted up here. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd seen that there was quite a few places that got uh, uh, what I wanted to get. Um, I'm an avid snow lover. Um, Are not you, the or stuff just that you so your dogs will leave you but, alone? No, no, it's not that. I, I love snow. I love watching it. I love... Um, um, I just, I don't know. I just like it. I'm weird. And part of it has to do with me having, being able to work from home all the time. So uh, um, I, I don't necessarily have to drive in it. So there is that where I have to separate that from reality where it's like, okay, I know that I'm not driving. So I like that. And that's why, but if I'm driving and it's snowing, boo. So I had to explain to Nikita that just because I want a lot of snow doesn't mean I enjoy the fact that she has to drive in it. I just enjoy snow. I told her I wanted to look out my window and I wanted to only see um, Odin's tail as he tries to plow through all the snow in the backyard. And I wanted to see Kai hop like a bunny rabbit because he's a little bit smaller trying to get to where she wanted to go. Um, I just like the chaos, I guess. Is, this, is, that, is that the right answer, though? To no, like the chaos? No, but... It's like the, I mean, it's not the most accurate description, but I can't think of the word. I just like, like the, the chaos of, I want to be able to open the door and go, huh, it is up to my waist. What uh, do I do now? I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. The so challenge, blind, man. Gotcha. Well, yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, it's going to be fun. It sounds like there's going to be almost a foot in Buffalo for the game this weekend. So that should be fun to watch. Right. Um, so, yeah, good times. Welcome to America. America. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. Well, you, you want, want to hop right into it, Josh? Got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, totes. Um, so the start sit. 
um, as we usually do on this lovely Saturday morning episode. Um, last week, um, I can't remember since everything seemed to just kind of go by weird this week, but um, it, I believe it was me and Walters that made the picks. It was and you we and Walters. Kind of, I was up in uh, Duluth. We, yeah, we righted the ship slightly, so we went back to three and five, which has kind of been our standard this year. Only a positive three point six five swing, um, but it was still in the positive. We like to see that overall. We're forty one out of sixty nine, um, and we're positive one thirty eight point oh three. So, um, good job, Gar um, Walters. I'd good job a little. Uh, you helped last week get a little bit more in the positive, but um, I do think overall you're in the negative. Um, but, you know, maybe there'll be another shot before the end of the year because, you know, we're getting to that point where one of the hosts, not going to name any Josh's names, but uh, doesn't necessarily have the motivation to be here every week. Um, it's true. <laughs> but uh, as far as... the notes bef- uh, at least an hour before the show. Wow. Well, I didn't even wake up an hour before the show today. Uh, but today we have got We've got a few good ones. Uh, we're going to go with, uh, starting off with the quarterbacks, the 32-team league quarterback options. If you're in a 32-team <laughs> league, these are going to be probably your top options available right now. Uh, Gar, would you rather start Sam Darnold versus Pittsburgh or Desmond Ritter at New Orleans? I mean, conveniently, Eric's just joined us as we're talking about how his team is going to get dismantled by the Darnold. Um, but no, shout out to Mr. Latvia for joining us. I think it's been a minute. Um yeah, I mean, if Josh, obviously we are scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. If you're giving me Sam Darnold or Desmond Ritter, um, I think my initial intuition is going <laughs> to... I'll drink please tonight. Oh, no. Um, I mean, my initial intuition, even though we did see Darnold do okay last week in Seattle, um, I think I'd prefer Ritter just because it always seems like... And it's not 100% the case. Don't get me wrong. But usually when there's zero tape on QBs, they just have that kind of leg up because they don't know... You know, defensive coordinators, they don't have a full week of preparation. They can look back at college tape and this and that, but they really have no idea what the Falcons are going to throw at him with Ritter. So even though they've known Ritter's going to be the starter, there's zero NFL tape on him. And so for that reason, I'd prefer Ritter just because of the what-if factor. Um, But, you know, I mean, either way, I'd like to drink bleach. I mean, Pittsburgh's defense is supposed to be good. I think T.J. Watt's still playing, even though they've lost plenty of pieces along the way this year. Um, if you're going to make me pick, I'll take Ritter, but you know, if you could, you don't even have to twist my arm to peel me either way. Cause this is a disgusting choice. Yeah, no, that's, I, I saw this one. There was like four, four options or three options for quarterbacks. I saw this one. I go, oh, this is good. Yeah. Let's do this one. This, this, is, this is scraping the bottom of the barrel to the point you scrape through the barrel and you get to the stuff below it. Right. Um, I'm I'm with you though. De- that's exactly what my thought process was when I was looking at him and kind of thinking what I would uh, where I would lean. Uh, go for the positive or the potential plus side as to opposed to um, the guy who sees ghosts. Um, so I mean, and even for Darnold doing quote unquote well last week, I mean he did dead, he did he did better versus Denver, which was weird. Um, that was before their bye week in week twelve. He put up almost seventeen points, but then last week at Seattle he only put up not even twelve points. So it's like even his ceiling is hoofda. Yeah, no, it's um I mean the only way that the only way that you'd be able to convince me not to go with Ritter uh for the positive or the potential plus side on this um is if New Orleans had somehow hired uh, Mike Zimmer as their head coach in the meantime uh just because of his track record with backup quarterbacks. Um so <clears throat> uh yes and that was a shot at Mike Zimmer. I apologize. What the fuck's your problem? Um, but uh, so, yeah, I think we're both leaning Ritter here. Uh, but if we had any other option whatsoever, uh, we'd probably go with that, including people like um, 
hell, I'd probably even take a guy who's not even starting. <laughs> I mean, Walter said to start Mike White no matter what this week. So, all right, Josh, let's move on. Then we got our we, let's get that bad taste out of our mouth with people who have been even more disappointing this year, but they haven't. They've had even more opportunity to disappoint. How's that? We've got AJ Dillon, who he's had a really, really bad year. He's come on the last two weeks, so maybe Josh will sit here and convince me that AJ Dillon, as we expected him, is back to back to back over fifteen point weeks. Um, and there's also Cam Akers, who missed some time and allegedly wanted to get cut from the team but then i feel confident that somehow cam Akers got uh daryl henderson cut and then cam Akers still has stunk regardless i mean aj Dillon and cam Akers were drafted high based on potential and neither of them have really lived up i mean aj Dillon's not even an rb2 cam Akers isn't even an rb3 hoofed up pal cam Akers isn't even an rb4 um so i mean it's getting pretty rough out here josh what do you think here do you like aj Dillon running back for the green bay packers versus the la rams or do you prefer cam Akers at green bay versus the packers well i agree with your uh, statement um that they have been underwhelming um not necessarily living up to their potential their draft capital was a little bit different though i had i mean most leagues i guess if i'm i'm thinking about a couple of them acres had been going in like the um late mid to late second third somewhere in there i know he went second round in um, victoria's secret i'm not quite sure where he went in our league um dylan was quite a bit later in the draft our league i think was like around five or six i know in victoria's secret i, I took him in drafted around. acres that high it was nuts but i agree um so they're just slightly different but they were kind of looked at as having kind of the same um potential output this year i believe um and but i'm actually leaning acres in this one just because I've, I've watched green bay's defense um they've got baker who played solid in his first game with the rams um he's getting that start i'm guessing uh it would be silly for them not to um it's it's green bay so i know that once i get my hopes up they find a way to a gronk spike it right back down um and so um, i'd be leaning acres in this one um because i do think that they're going to still try and get um, baker into a, a rhythm with that offense um and and run the ball a little bit more um so that's unless you're leaning aj Dillon, i'm fine with going acres so I just pulled up our draft board out of curiosity. So Akers went in the third round of our 14 team league. He was picked number 30. Um, or wait, no, not number 30. Um, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. He was taking pick number 33. And this was by Jesse, who uh, Jesse took him in the third round, who had taken DJ Moore in the second round above a bunch of guys that he probably shouldn't have. And Jesse came in exactly last place in our league. So um, that's where Akers went in the third round by the worst team in the league. Um, and that's probably one of the reasons why I use the worst team in the league. Um, but back to your point, I think it's interesting that you'd prefer Akers in this situation, just based on the fact that AJ Dillon has been back the last couple of weeks. Do you, so I, and I, I was looking at my phone, so I might've missed a part of what you said, but do you, did you fade Dillon just because Aaron Jones might be a little healthier this week? Or do you think that, um, the Green Bay defense is that much worse that Akers will thrive or what was your, you know, what was your top point? I'm sorry. Pessimism pessimism i mean i josh i think i mean dylan has had two back-to-back double-digit weeks whereas acres did all right against seattle and now you know he's playing in green bay is it supposed to snow do we have any sort of weather report for the green bay game it's supposed to be chilly chile um i mean if you feel acres i mean you've had you've been up on the yo-yo but if i would have been personally choosing myself i would have gone dylan but just to keep things uniform and to keep things moving i'll take acres but i'll take acres and you know what actually and and 
in recognition of um the the hammer's baby um baby's older sister we'll go with dylan all right you convinced me wow i I had to work really hard for that didn't i shout out to the dill pickle um all right so taking aj dylan over cam makers and i hope people lose their fantasy playoffs because of it uh what do we got next josh might be a decision i make about dylan is putting him in my lineup and losing because i did um next we have uh next we have the rookie catchy boys uh chris olive versus atlanta or christian watson versus the rams um, all right, so looking at Chris Olive here, um, they're interesting. Both these Chris's are coming off bye week, so I don't know how that affects anything, but they're at least equal in that scenario. Um, Chris Olive has disappointed the last couple weeks he played. Um, you know, he last he, he had taken the league by storm a bit, in my opinion, and then he had cooled off a little bit as well. His last quote unquote great performance probably would have been week 11 against the Rams, and then he put up a couple, you know, single digit performances at San Fran and at Tampa Bay. Um, Andy Dalton's his quarterback, even though he was thriving a little bit earlier with Andy Dalton. He's better playing Atlanta, which is not a very good defense. Whereas Christian Watson, um, obviously we all know what happened with him. He had a really, really slow start to the season. Came on hot in Dallas, really broke out in Dallas, and then has hit double digits since. Um, I mean, I feel like Christian Watson's the obvious choice here, unless you're feeling something different. But well, I mean, I guess the pessimism again will get you. (laughs) The matchup is juicier for uh, Olave. because Watson, who knows who's going to be covering him because there's not necessarily a true wide receiver one. Um, plus, Dobbs is back, so Watson's going to be just cast aside like um, like Woody in he Toy Story 1. He might not even be active. Right? Um, and so it's it's um, the matchup is a little bit di- more difficult for him, but um, I believe he's a little bit more of a gadget player. Uh, they get him on jet sweeps. He's, he's, he's very, very fast. Um, fast. And if... So it's... Um, you know, it, it's one of those where it's not as I'm leaning Watson just because of, I mean, the guy's had what, eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns in the past five weeks. Um, he's been, he's been pretty solid couple ru- or a couple rushing in there. So I don't, if you're looking at just his receiving stats, it's, it's, I think he's got two rushing in that time, three rushing maybe. Um, so I'm leaning Watson in this situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be, I mean, it's one of those ones where I think that they could be pretty close, but Watson might have the more potential for a boom game. Right on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm certainly leaning Watson as well just because he has four weeks in a row of – I mean, he's, found, he's he's got a nose for the end zone. He's had a touchdown the last four weeks, or at least one touchdown the last four weeks, no less than six targets. Uh, the opportunities are there. Just dropped a 59 burger and shipment. Jesus Christ, Walters. Um, good for you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely riding with uh, youth Watson as well. So um, let's move yeah. on here, Josh, to some tight – whites and i'd like to officially cancel you um for you know your white supremacy here but we've got some tight white ends we've got the hunter henry uh tight end for the new england patriots at las vegas or the Taysom hill um tight end for the new orleans saints versus atlanta who do you like here josh the hunter henry or the Taysom hill well first off if if Pat McAfee's allowed to call white guys whites. I'm allowed to call white guys whites. No, so, see, when you say it, you've got a, a tinge in your voice. I can hear the racism. Whereas Pat McAfee is a stooge. What if I what if I were to pick um, African American Titans and call them bad blacks? <laughs> oh, and we just got taken off the internet, Josh. Jesus. No, I'm it's it, I'm not racist. It's just literally. Uh, 
it's tight whites. They're white tight ends. Um, See, and it's I was kind say, of I was saying a joke, <laughs> but you're you're being a snowflake now, so you're you're canceled twice. Can't can't it's a double negative, so I'm back. <laughs> um, it's also a play on tidy whiteies, um, and so. But to get back on point, I am leaning Taysom Hill. Um, just because he did solid against Atlanta earlier in the year, um, that, uh, um, offense for, um, New England is anemic. Um, then again, the offense for, um, New Orleans isn't necessarily the most, uh, thriving. Um, but I, Hill, similar situation to Watson. He's a gadget player. gets the ball a lot out of, um, different situations. He can play quarterback. He can run the ball. Um, he probably has more rushing attempts and, uh, receiving attempt or, uh, targets this year. So, um, that's where I'm leaning just for the upside. Gotcha. I feel it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hunter Henry has not been very impressive this year, not even a tight end one. So, I mean, it's like, why would you be? There's probably a better tight end on your waiver wire. Of course, Taysom Hill has been carried by a couple giant weeks. Um, you know, tight end number two in standard, tight end number 12 in PPR. Large swing there. Um, but, I mean, I, I, don't, I would much rather not have either of these guys. But if you're going to make me pick one, I'll take Taysom Hill, I guess. Right on. All right. So next we've got uh, Flexual Assault, um, which was, yep. Uh, (laughs) But uh, Elijah Moore versus Detroit. Curtis Samuel versus New York. Or Jarek McKinnon at Houston. Gar, which uh, which one of these three are you uh, uh, thinking about? I mean, without even going through the tail of the tape, um, which I like to do, I mean, we've got Zach Wilson starting um, back in for, for the Jets for Bobby Sala. And so Zach Wilson has been the most uninspiring quarterback for all the receivers this year. Curtis Samuel, um, looking at his tail of the tape a bit, he has had an interesting year. He's on the bubble to be a wide receiver, too. He had some good games early. It seems like his best games come with Carson Wentz. Um, and obviously, Carson Wentz has not been the starter for a while. So Curtis Samuel seems to fall a bit more into the background there, whereas Terry McLaurin gets some more looks with Heineke out there. And then Jet McKinnon. I mean, Jet McKinnon has had two pretty good back-to-back weeks. Um, 47% snap share, then 57% snap share. Denver's supposed to have some sort of good defense but Jarek McKinnon was able to put up almost 29 points and half point PPR in Denver so that's a bit insane um Isaiah your Isaiah Pacheco has been doing all right as well but um I mean Jarek McKinnon seems to have the most recent highest ceiling and so I might play him just for that but at the same time you never know which Chiefs player is going to be any good so for the playoffs do you go with someone a little bit safer like Curtis Samuel who's probably going to get you five to ten uh, this is honestly really tough, Josh, and if I had to make the decision, I'd be real sad, but my initial thought was Jarek McKinnon, then Curtis Samuel, then Elijah Moore. What do you think? Uh, that's actually the the route I was leaning. I think that McKinnon, um, past few weeks, he's gotten quite a few targets in that offense, I believe, um, so he has that potential plus side for receiving. Um, he's playing against a very bad defense, so he might even get more carries as they pull away. Um Whereas Samuel's going up against a division rival um, who has a solid defense. So it, it, it might be a little bit tougher. It might be a little bit more of a nitty-gritty game. Um, so I, I'm leaning McKinnon just for that reason. Plus with the um, this being more, it's kind of aimed at being a flex spot. Um, kind of more upside. Look, I'm looking for a little bit more upside. So that's where I'd go McKinnon. All right, McKinnon is going to flexually assault someone this week, potentially. Um, that's our start and set, Josh. Uh, anything else you want to say before we hop into the FanDuel favorites? 
nope, not really. All right, let's go ahead and move on here, Josh. Who do you like in the FanDuel this week? Who's a favorite of yours, pal? Um, well, I went with the guy who came back from injury and, and did well. Uh, Mike Williams versus Tennessee. Uh, at past are you trying to sabotage me by picking Mike Williams right now? What game? What, what kind of 5D chess are you playing? I don't know. Uh, checkers. Um, but it, the, the defense for Tennessee is not the best at the pass defense. Uh, Mike Williams came on hot last week uh, once he returned. Um, I do think that at 7,200, that's a pretty solid value for him. Um, and so that is who I'm leaning as a favorite this week. All right, I'm, zero. I'm fucking on to you, Josh. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Um, but just like the same way we were just talking about McKinnon, I was scrolling through last night and I saw Isaiah Pacheco running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that Houston defense has been absolutely god awful against the run. So there's definitely a scenario where both McKinnon and Pacheco could feast. And for 7600, I don't think Pacheco is that expensive. So um, someone I really like this week was Isaiah Pacheco running back for the Kansas City Chiefs playing at Houston. Josh, who do you who do you think is busting your nut this week, pal? Who's a fan duel bust of the week? I'm going with Ramondre Stevenson at Las Vegas. Um, oh no, eighty five hundred got injured last week. Didn't see too, the field too much after that. Um, only practiced once this week, so they're saying he's uh, he he might potentially play. Um, if he doesn't play, you know, then I'd go. I'd probably agree with what you have to say on yours. So, but I won't spoil that for the the listeners who just love surprises. Um, oh, Walters and Eric's are on the fucking edge of their seat, pal. They have no idea what's coming out of my mouth next. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, Las Vegas. He, I mean, it's a juicy matchup. Eighty five hundred with a bum um, ankle, I believe. Um, that that's you know, our ankles important to, for football players. Sometimes, but going back to my uh, kind of my start sits, um, this is this is definitely um, a pessimism pick as somebody who needs Stevenson to to light it up after going up against McCaffrey in the Hidden Oaks League. Tough, brother. All right, uh, my fan duel bust of the week. I've got Josh. I'm not trying to. I mean, you. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to put bad juju out there, but I don't think Justin Fields is going to do too hot against Philly. I mean, no, he's got that mobile. You know, that mobile swagger to him. Guess what? They practice against Jalen Hurts every week, or you know, whatever. Jalen Hurts has been a part of that program for a long time. If there's anyone who can stop that mobile, slippery uh, quarterback, it should be the Philadelphia Eagles in theory, right? So Justin Fields, even at 7,900, which is not that expensive. For a quarterback he's one of the the more expensive ones i don't think fields will do much this week um versus philadelphia and josh jacobs versus new england we all know billy b loves taking away um you know their best player is he going to take away Devonte adams is he going to take away josh jacobs i mean obviously Devonte adams as far as receivers is probably ranked higher amongst receivers than josh jacobs is against running backs but josh jacobs has been much more effective than Devonte adams this year so it's hard to know who billy b will take away um but i you know I, do we really think Josh Jacobs is going to put up like you know, 25 fantasy points against the New England Patriots? Does that seem realistic to anyone? I don't think so. Nope. Uh, and so for that reason, I'm calling Josh Jacobs a fan duel bust of the week, though I am depending on him for a fantasy playoff matchup. So I'm not happy calling him a bust. I'm, I'm invested in Josh Jacobs. I have been all year, but I pulled up the thing and I saw Josh Jacobs was the most expensive player, at least for non-quarterbacks this week. I was like, that is tough, brother. So unless the, the odds makers out there know something I don't know, um, which they probably do because, you know, they're smarter than me. Um, I don't see. I don't think Josh Jacobs is a very good play this week, and I want him to do good. I need him to do good. So, um, Josh, are we ready for this weekly preview? Huh? Yeah. Um, but going back to your point about uh, 
Adams and Jacobs, they're both um, in our league, the Hidden Oaks League. They're both uh, um, the third third highest scoring in their position. So kudos to them. They're playing solid. It's just, you know, the rest of that team. Right, right, right. Derek Hartley in the charge. All right, Josh, let's leave some time here for this weekly preview. I know we've been kind of rushing a bit, but it's because we, we want to talk about not only the playoff matchups for our league, because that's kind of where this whole podcast started. So we don't have to go too, too deep. We'll talk about the top players. We'll talk about the matchups. Then also you and I are in a bunch of fantasy playoff matchups ourselves. So, I mean, I, I know I want the opportunity just to either, you know, talk about the teams or talk shit about my opponents real quick. But before we talk about our personal matchups, um, in the Hidden Oaks Rejeff League, Josh, We've got Derek at Nikita, Brad at T, and Hammer at Josh. Of course, a couple players have already played in the Thursday night matchups. You've already mentioned uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, But Josh, let's start with your beautiful wife, okay? Derek is playing in uh, Nikita's home stadium. Um, So, I mean, look over your shoulder. Derek's a very handsome man. But um, do you happen to have ESPN pulled up, or do you want me to go through some of the top players real quick? Um, You can. I'm, I'm about to enter a FanDuel daily draft. A FanDuel daily draft or a sleeper daily draft? A sleeper. Okay. Uh, well, I would recommend you pull up the ESPN just so you can talk about it too. But All right. So we've got Derek, who was the fifth seed against Nikita, the fourth seed. Derek currently has Mike White in the starting lineup. So Walters, uh, Derek is all about it. Uh, of course, he'll get that switch out. He's got Trevor Lawrence on the bench. But um, we've got Austin Eckler, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown for Derek. And then Nikita has the Kirky Cousins, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard, uh, T. Higgins, Adam Thielen. Um, right now we're projected. I mean, Derek, you know, doesn't have a starting quarterback in his lineup. He's got time, but of course, right now Nikita's projected to win by seven. I'm sure no matter what quarterback um, Derek picks up, he'll be projected by higher to win. So, I, you know, any quarter, any starting quarterback he puts in there, Derek will be the projected favorite. Does Nikita feel like the underdog in this matchup? I know she's lost Cooper Cup, she's lost Lamar Jackson, uh, but have you heard any rumblings out of Nikita how she feels about this matchup? A lot of pessimism. That's kind of the theme yeah. of our household. Um, okay. Unfortunately, you know, her, her, um, her uh, team got hurt as the year went on. Uh, kind of the story of her fantasy career, even. Um, so it's unfortunate. Uh, she'd picked up some players and then they'd go on IR. She, um, and so, uh, or get hurt that week. So she hasn't necessarily had a consistent roster this year, which is unfortunate. But she, I mean, she made it work through the regular season with injuries because Cup got hurt, um, you know, two thirds of the way through. Um, she had to deal with some other injuries to players at the time. Um, and so it's, you know, it's one of those things where uh, she's hoping that she gets some boom players, um, but she understands that it's possible uh, she doesn't. All right. Well, Nikita, we'll see what happens. You are currently, I mean, projections don't really matter too much, but you're currently projected to lose to Derek by, let's just say he puts in Trevor Lawrence. That's like 20 more points. So you're currently projected to lose to Derek by about 10, 11 points. So anything could happen. I like Kirk Cousins. Tony Pollard, I think, has outscored his projection a lot this year. So we'll see. I'm definitely not trying to doom and, do, doom and gloom Nikita. I'm just saying what the numbers say in front of me. Um, let's move on here to Bradley, the sixth seed. Uh, what'll they do next versus T, the third seed. Can you digs it? Um, right now, T is missing... Or no, he's not missing two players in his lineup. He's already had two players play. It's be like, T, come on, brother. Uh, but Bradley has been carried by, you know, all his Kansas City stacks all year. That's how he got himself to 16 and 12. He has Patrick Mahomes, Jarek McKinnon, Travis Kelsey, even Harrison Butker. He's even got the kicker in there. He also has Alvin Kamara, Jalen Waddle with his namesake, and Devonta Smith. 
Um, and then T over here, he's been rocking with Jalen Hurts, Joe Mixon. Kenneth Walker's already played for him, putting up 12 points. Stephon Diggs has been solid all year. DK Metcalf put up 12 and a half. Dalton Schultz and Darius Slayton has come on late here. Um, just hearing those, Josh, and right now Brad's projected 121 to T's 124. So projected to be a very tight matchup. T already has some points in hand, though. What do you think here? Do you like Bradley? Do you like T? What are you thinking? Um, I don't know. I think it's, um, I think Bradley does have a pretty solid roster. I think that a lot of his players can boom. Um, Diggs is going, I mean, you said uh, T has Diggs. Diggs has that snow game going on tonight. So who knows how much he's going to get the ball. Um, and that being his kind of wide receiver one, um, could potentially be an issue. So I would say that, um, I'm leaning Brad in this situation. I mean, okay, but we also know that Houston, not not because Houston's a world-beating defense. We also know Houston, uh, for this year, has been the number one defense against quarterbacks, right? So, I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes playing at Houston. And, you know, if, if the quarterback's going to struggle, in theory, Travis Kelsey's going to struggle too. So, of course, we do have digs in that snow game. But you don't think that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey playing at Houston, you, you think they're Houston-proofed because they're the Chiefs? Or is that not a consideration? Uh, that wasn't necessarily a consideration, but it is Travis Kelsey. It is Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't think I, I think that those two players um, when together are um, not they're sort of matchup proof because they do scheme to get Kelsey the ball quite often. Um, and so that's kind of um, that's you know that would be my thought. You can't really bet against Kelsey until he starts to um, re regress. All right. And the final matchup here, Josh, you've got you. We've got uh, the Christians, Andrew Hammer, the seventh seed, the, our final playoff seed versus you, Josh, in the second seed, the Christians versus Pack Lives Matter. Um, starting with the challenger here, the away team, Jared Goff is a starting quarterback. He does have Christian McCaffrey. He's already put up about 26. Miles Sanders has surprisingly had a solid year. Amon Ross St. Brown has been really good, so he's got that Detroit stack there. Christian Kirk's had a good year. Um, and then Isaiah Pacheco in the flex, excuse me. Josh, you, you're trying Justin Herbert back out, who came back to form last week. Justin Fields is on the bench, though, so we'll see if you tinker yourself to death. Travis Etienne and Ramondre Stevenson, the starting running backs, and then Devontae Adams and C.D. Lamb. Uh, you do have Taysom Hill, we talked about earlier, in your starting tight end slot, and then DeAndre Hopkins is in your flex. So, I mean, just based on name power, you certainly have the better lineup here based on brand names, but that doesn't necessarily get you the dub. Um, you're currently, you're projected to lose to hammer by you know two points 1.8 points 124.8 to 123 um you've talked about your households a lot of pessimism um is that just a strategy of yours to try and pretend to be humble or do you really think you're going to lose or what do you think about your matchup with the christians here and does that a conflict of interest for you as a christian man yourself well i uh, it's not a conflict of interest um I do, but I do think that this is going to be a, a, a tough matchup. I do, you, like you said, I've got the name power, but I've also got the the underwhelming performances uh, the past few weeks of Travis Etienne, um, Ramondre Stevenson, and um, and then like you mentioned, my um, t tight end is Taysom Hill. So that's strictly for the uh, the potential to boom. Um, and because I had Foster Moreau in my lineup last week, who put up a zero burger, and yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go with, I, I mean, I'm leaning that Hammer has a good chance of winning, especially after McCaffrey had a pretty solid outing um, earlier in the week. But um, if Stevenson plays and uh, my pessimism about his ankle is unwarranted, then, you know, I'd be okay with, um, I, I think that he's able to get his project projection and kind of keep me in it. Okay. 
All right, well let's uh, let's make some picks here, Josh. I know we've kind of already said how we feel, but just go. Let's go down the line very quickly here. Derek versus Nikita. You picking Derek or Nikita? Derek, sorry, Nikita. Love you. <laughs> oh no, I will pick Derek as well. Bradley versus T. What are no, that was straight cash homie versus cup of tea. Now we've got what do they do next? Bradley versus can you digs at T. Bradley or T. Bradley. I'm going to take T. Okay. And now we have, finally, we just talked about the Christians versus Pack Lives Matter. Hammer versus Josh. Do you want Hammer or do you want Josh? Hammer. <laughs> I will... Ugh, I will take Hammer as well. Okay. Um, that was that, Josh. Do you have any interest in talking about your personal playoff matchups? Are you still typing those in there? Do you want me to go first? or? Well... I can I can go just because I'll probably take less time than you uh, because I mean I, I'm going to lose I, I went into this week in five um, playoff matches I'm going to come out of this week and go into next week in zero oh, no. um, it's it's been one of those weeks where it's like I have guys that I'm playing against in other leagues but the guys that I have. Um, you know, like Chris McCaffrey, for example, I have, but the rest of my team is, you know, a doo-doo sandwich in the heat. Oh, um, no. And so against Cornball, um, whom, if I beat, I would be very happy because I hold his first-round pick next year. Um, I would, uh, you know, it's, it, yeah, I'm going to lose that one. Um, I'm playing him against Ryan Herman, and at first I was like, he came up to me and said congrats on the, the third bye of the first round. And I just said no, um, and and of course I was correct because my starting wide receivers um, both played on Thursday, put up a solid eight point seven between the two of them. So kudos, Ayuk and Lockett. Um, now I'm projected to lose by a few. Um, and then you know, Dynasty League, um, I can never experience success. I'm projected to lose there. I'm just projected to lose across the board, and I just God the pessimism is flowing. Oh, wow, I really stopped you with that. All I did was say, God, God damn it. Damn it! Stopped That's you all I had tracks. to say. Your oh. turn. <laughs> okay. No, Brag I mean, about your championship rosters. No, no, no. I mean, I've, I feel like I've limped in a lot of these leagues here. Um, in, in the Jerome Bettis League, my most expensive league, I'm going from most expensive to least expensive here. Jerome Bettis, I am playing Uncle Brian, a.k.a. the Rat Bastards. Um, this motherfucker has Josh Allen in a, in, a, in a league where QBs get one point for every 10 passing yards and six-point touchdowns, so that's a little rough to begin with. If there's any sign of hope for me, he has Brandon Ayuk, who has... He, he, you know, Brandon Ayuk had two catches for 19 yards, but in this old-fashioned league, there's no decimal scoring. So Brandon Ayuk only got one point despite having two catches at 19 yards. Um, so, I mean, you know, one of his starting receivers getting only one point, that's probably my one opportunity. I've got Kirk Cousins, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Mike Evans, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Chris Olave, uh, plus a kicker in defense. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how if I feel very confident about starting Mike Evans, and I do feel confident starting Kirk Cousins over Tom Brady because Tom Brady has just not had it this year. But, I mean, Josh Allen is who I have to stop, and so I don't. I feel pretty pessimistic about stopping Uncle Brian. Hopefully, the snow can do me some favors tonight. I'm not counting on it. Josh Allen could still run around for 300 yards. So, um, but yeah, I don't. I feel confident I will lose to Uncle Brian. Moving on to the Deflate These Balls League. Um, this is one of those complicated leagues because I'm playing Al who just lost Kyler Murray. Al limped into the playoffs because of maybe some fuckery of someone not setting a lineup. Long story short, um, you know, I'm projected to beat Al by 15. I've got Herbert, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Alvin Kamara, and then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Jamal Williams, Najee Harris on the bench, Mike Williams on the bench as well. Yeah, I mean, we all know that was 
T not sitting in his lineup was bullshit in that league, Walters. Uh, but anyways, but also there's no like third place prizes, which is fine. This is a dynasty league. It's just you know if you get first, you get your next week paid for it. Maybe you get fifty bucks. I forget. But there's no like third place prizes, so I'm not like in some of these leagues. I'm just like let me get into the third place game. Let me win some of my money back, and so I won't be so, so in the red this week. But uh, I'm playing Al. I'm projected to win. Who knows what's gonna happen? I'm not gonna sit here and talk shit against Al, but he definitely knows. He lived in the playoffs and he just lost his quarterback, so that's gonna be tough for Al. Moving on to the Champs Branch Out League, I am playing Glicky Poo. Um, and Glicky Poo had Brock Purdy, who put up you know 22 points. It's a super flex league, so he's also starting Tua Tunga Vailoa. We'll see again. We've talked a lot about the snow game Saturday night at Buffalo. Who knows? Um, I'm currently projected to beat Glicky Poo by 10, but I don't think Glick has a kicker in his lineup yet, so we're pretty much gonna be projected in a dead heat. Um, I have Ryan Tannehill, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor again, Christian Watson. I hope booms, but. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, Glicky Poo has, was pretty much the dominant team all year until Al overtook Glick kind of at the end. Glick saw some injuries there, but I think, you know, I think I'm going to lose to. So going through my wins and losses, I think I'm losing to Uncle Brian. I think I'll beat Al. I think I'll lose to Glicky Poo here. And then finally in my BSB latchup, I'm playing Yonkins, the other Latvian fuck in this league. Or I think there's maybe three of them total. But Eric's, um, I'm currently projected to lose to Yonkins by two points here. Uh, I already had DK Metcalf go. He only put up nine, so a little bit underwhelming for DK Metcalf. I have Herbert, Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, who's been very disappointing. I also have Latavius Murray and Brian Robinson rounding out my lineup there. Uh, I think I'm going to lose to Yonkins just because I can't have nice things in this BSB league so Josh I think I'm coming out of the weekend with one win and three losses it's not my favorite um, scenario but uh, that's the way I think I'm going to go and we'll just see we'll just see if I can claw some money back but I think I'll end up being in the red this fantasy year um, I know we're already over time here but as the playoffs we're, we're definitely going to hit those points um, is there any other storylines of the week you want to hit you just want to get the hell out of here um, you excited for the Packers game yes no maybe Always excited for the Packers game. Always excited for the pain that follows. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 ready to to dip set. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone so much for listening. We've got three Saturday football games, so that's going to be exciting, right? We got the Vikings coming up here at noon, and so you know, I I mean, I you know, some people feel you know they can feel how they feel about Saturday football. I'll never say no to more football. So we've got Indy and Minnesota today. We'll see how they do, and then we'll you know that snowball. We've talked it up so much. We'll see how that happens tonight. Uh, we appreciate everyone so much for listening. We'll be back Tuesday night at eight p.m. as we usually are. We usually try and hit it. We've had you know when you have. <clears throat> And double the shows in a year. You have double the opportunities to miss for one reason or another. But I think we've still stayed fairly consistent. Um, but we thank you so much for listening. Walters and Eric's, we love you so much for listening along live with us. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably play maybe a little bit of Call of Duty or some Fall Guys until the Vikings play. And then, uh, so if people want to meet me up on the sticks, let me know. Josh, go ahead and hit your Go Packers, and we will get the hell out of here. Go Packers! Bye, Josh. I'll miss you. Bye, guys. God damn it! And I'd like to solve the puzzle. Go tuck yourself in. You got it.
emotional damage. All right, Josh, say some words. Make them good. Do I have to, or can I make them average? Good enough.